kings, queens, and everyone in between. I'm Dr. O, coming to you with this week's episode of Psych vs. Sex. Y'all, schedule-wise, things have been ramping up in my household. But I've been keeping it in stride, trying to focus on one thing at a time, doing what I can today, and God willing, leaving the rest for tomorrow. But have y'all ever felt like that? Like you're running a race trying to maintain and keep everything at bay in your busy season, but it seems like the to-dos are starting to just catch up with you and in some instances even overtake you. I know I felt like that before. The official start of spring is literally a few days away. And for many of us, that means more stuff added to the plate. But a little encouraging word for you, family. And I'm also talking to myself. For the ones whose busy schedules make them feel like out of control sometimes, because I know that lately I've had clients who have been saying that, you know, since spring is about to hit, the weather's getting warmer, that they felt busier than usual. They felt like things are kind of getting ahead of them and spring cleaning and all of this stuff. Develop and try to maintain a routine. It doesn't have to be anything rigid or moment by moment, like military style, because I know some people can't stand that either. But just something that encourages you to keep your cup full first, your cup full first, then give the overflow to everybody else. Because remember, what real quality are we able to provide to those things outside of ourselves if we're depleted or trying to pour from a cup that's running low or even worse, that's empty? So just thought I'd share that little tidbit with you all for mental health sake. Now, on to today's topic. What I'm about to mention won't be for everyone, so let me just say that now. So, although y'all already know by now the range and types of topics we cover on this podcast, but if you're triggered, you might want to skip to the next episode, okay? But what I really wanted to let y'all in on was something that I encountered last week. I wanted to share because... There are all types of people to listen to this podcast. So, you know, I got to hook my folks up with all things psych and all things sex. (laughs) Okay. I'll discriminate. And of course, it's your prerogative if you partake or not. That's always the thing around these parts. Okay. It's your choice, of course. So I called a particular travel company because I wanted some information about a trip I potentially plan to take. First off, within the first, not even five minutes, this travel agent started talking to me like she's known me for a lot longer than five minutes, okay? Like I was a friend or family member or something. And she was, she was funny, okay? She was funny. So we're chatting and laughing and she ends up mentioning this resort located in Jamaica that another one of her customers called and inquired about. Now, I won't mention the name of the resort, but I'll tell you what they specialize in in a moment, okay? But as she's talking about the resort, I'm thinking like, I knew stuff like this existed, 
but it still caught me by surprise. And the fact that I almost ended up at the island where the resort is located when I went to Jamaica, I guess made it hit a little different. But this lady mentioned an exclusive adults only, um, let's just say sex positive place where it sounds like if you have a fantasy, they're willing to help you live it out at this resort. Let's just say that, okay? So of course, knowing me, you know, I had to look it up for myself, right? So I'm looking it up and I'm like looking at the pictures and reading the information. I'm talking nakedness, dang near everywhere except spots where you consume food. Because, duh, right? Sanitation is key. And could you really imagine looking over at another resort, resort goer's table at dinner and seeing people's private parts hanging out all over the place? I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So anyway, the place welcomes you to meet people, total strangers, if you're into it. And if you want to take them to your room, it's totally fine. And no one's looking at you crazy. It's like a do you boo-boo kind of situation, if you know what I mean. And in a nutshell, that's what it seems like you're getting into when you go to this resort. This is the thing, though. I found myself kind of curious. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was a little curious. You know, we keeping it real on here, y'all. And I found myself contemplating like, would I ever pay to go to a place like this and what purpose would it serve? This could be like a whole conversation at the dinner table with your significant other, y'all. Minus the kids, of course, if y'all have them, okay? But I'll pose the question to y'all. Would you ever go to a resort like the one I described And if so, if not, why or or why not? It's funny because this has me thinking about the Instagram video reel I made around Valentine's Day about new, naughty, fresh, exciting places to get romantic that doesn't take you leaving your home or spending a bunch of money. Some of y'all may remember that. And then... About a year ago, maybe, like listening to the travel agent made me think about when I was talking to someone a year ago, and honestly, I don't even remember what led to the conversation, for real, y'all, but they let me know that in the city I currently live in, and in other cities across the country, I'm sure, they have adult movie theaters where you can go solo, with a partner, or with a group of people to this quote-unquote special theater and have sex with whoever you you like to have sex with while watching porn. They have like private rooms and all of that. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This person is talking to me and I'm like, they stuff is real real out here like people are getting really creative right like whatever you are seeking to do I feel like there's a place to do it and 
again, we know things like, well, some of us know things like this exist somewhere in the atmosphere, right? That are quite different from what we consider the norm. But until it becomes a topic of conversation or you're exposed to someone who has experienced it or you've experienced it yourself, you really ain't thinking about this stuff day to day. Same as with BDSM and the different fetishes people have and the places they go to act those things out. And that reminds me, I got a story about a fetish thing too. Not a personal story, but one I was told and I'm gonna let y'all know that, but I'll save it for another episode. Okay. But I'll definitely let y'all know that. But there's a whole other world out there, folks, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know, and people really have distinct and unique sexual interests and ways to express their sexuality. And I think this world, that world, like pretty much stays hidden from mainstream society. Like it's like to find these things, you'd have to know what you're looking for because most of this, you're not going to be randomly scrolling through social media or something. And it's suddenly just going to pop up. Not unless you've already sent, sent the algorithm that way, then you'll start to see some stuff like that, but it's just not going to pop up on an average person's you know, or come on an average person's radar. But like, how wild are you willing to get in the comfort of your own home or home adjacent, if you really want to go there? And for those of you that saw that Valentine's Day reel, y'all know what I mean when I say home adjacent, because we were talking about, you know, garages and, you know, cars and all those things. You know what I mean? But like, how, how wild are you willing to get, right? And how far are you willing to go to keep the spice in your relationship? And how comfortable, let's, let's ask that, right? Like how comfortable with your relationship do you have to be in order to go there? You know, because I feel like, a part of me feels like there are more people that are willing to step outside of the box, but do not feel comfortable enough in their situation, their life or what have you to actually go seeking these things out. Or if they have a partner to ask them, are they willing to do it? And so a lot of people's deepest fantasies, fetishes do not get realized because of this. And I'm not here to say whether that's right or wrong, but it's just something that I believe an observation that I've, I've made. Right. And it's a whole lot of reasons why it doesn't happen outside of that. Right. Like some people's religious beliefs prevent them from even suggesting that they would open themselves up to not necessarily what we're talking about here, but just anything outside of what's standard, you know, standard sexual practices. And so those are the questions. And I know there are a lot of people who are like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, nah, not ever. (laughs) And that's cool too. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? But for the ones that's curious, would you actually take action and step outside the box like that? You know? 
Um, and talking about these things got me thinking about the importance of thinking outside the box when it, when in a committed relationship too, you know, like this wild fulfilled sex life is not just for the single polyamorous sex party going people, you know, it's not just for them. People that are in relationships have a right to explore their sexualities in ways that may be considered unconventional too. And of course, this resort doesn't, based off of my research, you know, doesn't deter actual couples from going to get a unique experience like this, just between the two of them. It's not like it's a place where everyone is a stranger to the next person and it's a big orgy session. Although I will say, I believe it has that as an option too. Just, you know, just putting that out there. But how many of y'all after listening to this would be bold enough to go to your significant other and even just ask them if they would be willing to try something like that. And it doesn't mean they have to do it or that you'd even be willing to do it at this point, right? But just if the thought makes them curious and, you know, we don't know like what that would lead to. You don't know what kind of things you maybe find out about your partner. If you were to bring something like that to them, you may not be willing to do all of those things mentioned, but I think the point is don't be afraid to talk to your partner about what you are willing to do outside of the house this time. Okay. But y'all, like I said before, just, just don't get arrested, please. Okay. Please don't. We don't need that. We're not doing that. But this is especially for my couples who have been together for a long time and are about, are like at, more at risk of getting into the routine of life. You know, you may be feeling a little antsy or even a little bored looking for something to break up the monotony of how you and your partner demonstrate intimacy. This might be a conversation worth having. The conversation itself may even turn you on. Like, who knows? But sharing in a deep, vulnerable, and intimate way like that may do wonders for your relationship. Okay? So, anyway, I won't go too deep into that again. But I just had to share that with y'all. And for some of y'all, I know the mention of it lit a spark for you. Okay? So I'll leave you with that, my friends, you know, just a little quick little giggle giggle. I wanted to, you know, tell y'all a little secret. (laughs) You do with it as you will. Okay. But I just, I just wanted to, you know, let y'all know about that conversation. Cause I'm like, man, you know what I mean? It it just, I don't know. Like it, it caught me off guard. Not that I don't know that it exists, but like I said, if that's not your day to day, then that's just not something that you, that you spend a whole lot of time thinking about. But anyway, y'all, I'm out. You know, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And yeah, see y'all next week, family. Y'all be safe out there. Bye.